welcome to the ANN After Show. Glad to be back. We're all in the same space at the Yay. same time. Briefly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about Spy Family, which I think everyone's been kept catching up on while I while I was out. We're also going to talk about The Executioner and Her Way of Life. And I'm going to try and convince everyone to watch Dance, Dance, Danseur. I haven't taken French since my freshman year of uh, high school. So. That's sewer. So yeah, yeah. Or get some more up in the nose. But before we get started, I just would like to remind everyone to please subscribe to this channel on YouTube, uh, like and follow us on Twitter, retweet so your friends know where the cool place is to hang out and talk about anime, or share and watch on Facebook. We're in all of those places at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. So the first thing I wanted to start with, we don't really have news related to Spy Family. Um, you can check out the full article on Anime News Network, but they've been having unique visuals for every single episode. And this was the one for episode four. And it's when they were first visiting uh, Eden College to see whether Anya would be able to get in or not. And the staff let the voice actors, the main voice actors for the three, uh, attempt to draw it in their own style so I thought we would try to do that the best that we can in about three minutes, show off our artistic prowess. I've already seen how well Jackie can carve a pumpkin. So I'm really, really scared, really excited for your <laughs> rendition of this. Um, if it's possible to show your paper on camera while you do it, go ahead. If you can't move your camera that way, you know, you can just hold it up at the end, I guess. But mm -hmm. hey, if you want to play along, this is your call to go get a piece of paper. I don't think I can do that. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can, I can just, whoop, see if I can just oh. move it. See, like if I just move it like this. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, I've got some uh, crayons in primary colors here. Got a pencil no, and, and a sheet of paper that James I James went for it. Mine won't go down. <laughs> That's okay. You can just play yeah. You can just hold it up at the end and keep everybody in suspense. So we're going to do our best to draw the main trio here. And then I'll also show you guys the results from um, the cast when they try to draw it. Um, if you can't see it very well, you know, we've got Anya, we've got Yor, we've got Lloyd, there's a school in the background, uh, there's some farm animals, horses, cows, sheep, pigs, and then the three uh, headmaster guys at the top, but, you know, include them if you have time. I am going to start- Except the mean one, because he's a jerk. Yeah, he was a jerk, wasn't he? Okay, like I'm, I'm going to start- You deserve to get punched in the face. It's 6.02- and I will stop it at 6.06. 6. Uh, do your best starting now. Okay. Oh, shit. I already started. Oh, well, that's okay. We all need the extra time. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start with Anya here. Oh, yeah. This is one of those instances where the, uh, the audio-only audience is definitely going to be uh, benefiting because they won't have to see the they horrible thing that I, I produce. Yeah. Yeah. I love their clothes. I know they're really detailed, which means I will not be able to um, replicate them at all. So now we're at the body form. They're and so sharp. I cannot um, <laughs> draw the human body like at all. So oh, guys, I'm going full face... on basic, basic, basic shapes here. I'm going squares and triangles. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I thought I was doing okay there with the uh, head, you know. Is anyone watching the clock? How, how do people draw well? Um, like, I don't know. I, I don't I either. It's like some kind of, okay, now I got I got to move on to Lloyd. Because all I've got some is Anya. Witchcraft. Um, Lloyd's taller than her, so we'll put him up here. And he's got a hat. Oh, oh no. Uh, my oh, Lloyd looks like a no. pilgrim, kind of. <laughs> a pilgrim? A pilgrim? The hat's yeah. hard. I'm gonna switch to colors. <laughs> I've got pink. Uh -oh. uh, and he has a, a, pink. That's her hair color, right? Oh, his neck is so long. Why did I? <laughs> why did I agree to this, you guys? I don't why know. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm low key killing it, guys. I can't uh, wait to show mine. I'm really uh, excited, Jackie. It's not really good. I'm totally. Oh, lying. oh. How does it? You oh. know what the bane of my existence is? What? Drawing hands. Yeah, I just drew circles for hands. They're the same thing, right? Like, okay. that is the bane of my existence. 
Oh gosh, that's a bow, okay? I How are we on time? Um, we got like another minute, which means I have colorful Anya and then a head for Lloyd, and that's about it. So maybe I should uh, pick up the um, pace here. Oh God, Lloyd, I'm so sorry. You're actually handsome in real life, you know? Lloyd is so handsome. They're <laughs> just both just so attractive. It's just like how it's Please. stupid. Uh, do not ask why your and um, Anya are roughly the same height. Okay, I won't. Oh God. Okay, we've got yeah, we've got a minute. It's six oh five. So I'm just you know finishing off Lloyd's suit here. You know. She's oh so God. Cute. You guys. Um. So I was on the airplane coming back from Atlanta, uh -huh. and I finally caught up on two epic movies. Epic in different ways. Okay. Um, oh, not literally epic movie. The well, no, no, no. Famously terrible. Um, but it was uh the the Spider-Man movie. The newest which I was one? so far behind. Yeah, I know everyone's yeah. seen it. Um I but it's super it good. Uh -huh. Um and then I watched the new Matrix. Oh, how was that? I, I still love watched that. that. You loved it? I loved it, was, it. It was so bad. Oh no. <laughs> Tell me how you thought that was good. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was funny, and I thought the script was really creative and heartfelt. I think the, the only thing it let the me down was in was so it... bad. I thought the no. acting was so bad. Okay. All right, we're on time. So my, uh, my, um, your is kind of terrifying. Are guys, we done? I think this, this yes. might be my masterpiece. I think. You think oh, so? Shoot. Yeah. You guys, I didn't even get to your. Yeah, I barely got to your. All right. Hey, your Anya is really cute. I, I was like, I actually thought I did okay. Yeah, wow, Jane. Yeah, you did. I wish I got to your. I used to draw the Sailor Scouts over and over again. Yeah. So I'm like, decent. Like, not great. But like, my mom was like, you just draw the Sailor Scouts over and over again. So like, yeah. I don't know. Let's uh, let's let's look at what um, what James has got going on here. I mean, yeah. got the clock tower. I do. There are three characters. There are. Um, with hats and an yeah. umbrella. Um, you got the okay. So here's I'm mine. Like a cat. I, I try. I, I well, I try. I was trying to yeah, draw her little hair things. Your Anya is really good. Thank you. I spent yeah. way too much time on it compared to the other ones. My Lloyd kind of Lloyd kind of looks like um one of those like 1920s hobos that rode on trains, you know, in like an oversized suit. Percent looks like that. that. He, look, looks he looks like, like three kids stacked on top of each other, <laughs> pretending to be an adult. <laughs> he does. Yours an octopus yeah she kind of yeah, looks like she's more from like a um a japanese horror film you know she's kind of a junji into a junji ito creature like yeah. tentacles coming out of here she yeah. got red eyes yeah all right everyone hold theirs up everyone hold theirs up all right, hold hold up. All right. Yeah. screen cap this and share mm. it later i mean you don't you don't have to yeah you don't have to yeah. you don't need to ever see those again actually <laughs> Wait, I'm a writer, okay? I, I draw with words. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you paint a picture mm -hmm. with your words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, if it'll make you all feel better, this is the version that um, the voice actors drew. That straight up looks like something out of a pop team epic. Yeah, this, go ahead, Jackie. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was that TV show on Adult Swim? It literally looks like from that TV show. It was like an animated show, and the main character was like blue and squiggly. It's the voice of Archer plays like a coach on it. Oh, oh, oh. Home, home movies. Home movies. Yeah. It looks yeah. like it looks like home movies. This is uh, Takuya Iguchi, the voice of Lloyd's version, and um, for a while he kind of got famous for his intentionally bad art and started getting like little illustration gigs. So all of his art looks like this, and it was on posters, and they made like plushies and there were like cameos of his art in anime and stuff so yeah that's uh that's Tavia Iguchi I think the next one is Anya's I love this I don't know this also looks what? like uh like this looks like salad fingers <laughs> I know what that is okay yes. yeah that those flash cartoons that were like creepy um yeah, yeah I, I like I like um, Lloyd's, what's ever going on with Lloyd's knees here. I feel like he has more hair than usual, but it's kind of charming. And I like that they actually included a cow. I don't know. I think if... 
Moira looks like, like Jeff Bridges' yeah. character from Dumb and Dumber. Why did it network? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. He looks exactly I don't like see that. That is so funny. And his name is Lloyd. Wait, no, his name oh! is Harry. No, wait. Oh, Which wait, one? yeah, you're right. I think that's Harry. But still. Harry and Larry. Carl said that I only drew two of the six characters, so I <laughs> automatically lost. Oh. <laughs> so James won then, I guess, Lindsay, because you only got to three. Uh, yeah, I only got two and a octopus. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think compared to this the voice good. actors, yeah, this one's yeah. good. This one's good. You can totally drew this, who drew this one? Um, I'd have to double check, but it, it's either Anya or yours. Voice actress drew this. Like that's act. I would buy that. You would buy like, that. Like I'm dead serious. Like I'd hang that up in my condo. Like would you frame like, it? Like, yeah, it's like you know it's a spy family. Yeah. Like, the epic headmaster in the background. Yeah, like, I do like that. He's kind of got that gleam. Sort of thing yeah. going, like he just moved his arm really quickly. That's actually the, not the left bad. tendril of yeah. his mustache has some like weight to it. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some motion. You can tell where the it's, motion it's comes in. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So for actual spy family discussion, because all that imagery is from episode four, and we just watched episode five. Um, so I wasn't here. Where are you guys at with this show right now? As far as like enthusiasm, I want to gauge where my reaction is. Okay, oh James, really out of five, I out of love five? this episode. Yeah, me too. Uh, this episode or the anime in, in general? Well, both. Yeah, both. I guess. Um, anime in general, like it's definitely my favorite by a landslide. And James and I talked about this like at in depth uh last week like it, it's a very very well written like great show um yeah. this last episode was very fun it was very cute i still think my favorite episode is like the either the first episode because i thought the first episode was like super heartfelt yeah. um or when uh he ticks he goes to yours like friend's house or not really a friend because she was a raging b-word um <laughs> and then they he proposes to her with the grenade like i i i don't know i really liked that episode too. i did i liked that too i liked the yeah proposal this one was really funny like it was very funny but it wasn't uh, as uh I don't know. It didn't hit me like it. I, there were heartfelt moments, obviously, you know, but it was, uh, it was just a more, it was a more comedic one to me, but it was still funny. I feel like I need to maybe reevaluate like my expectations of the show. I suppose like I'm so, I'm so ready for like some more characters to get introduced, I guess. And I know they're going to introduce like Anya's classmates and stuff probably starting next episode, but I was expecting it to happen in this episode. And so the, as cute as it was, like diversion thing that they went off on. I was, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of ready for it to like get rolling a little bit more. Yeah, and it's also, not doing that yet for me. How do your and Lloyd not know, like that that one's a spy and one's an assassin? Like the it's real just, dumb. <laughs> I mean, but they they can't be dumb if they're that high level of an assassin and that high level of a spy. So it's like. I, I love the idea, but I'm kind of like, how have they not even started to like have suspicions of that? Like, first of all, the whole grenade thing, like <laughs> you're, if I was your, even if I was an assassin, I'd be like, no way in hell is <laughs> psychologist going through this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, to your credit, she was, she was toasted out of her mind this entire episode. That's true. So she was yeah. drunk for this whole episode. That's true. But it was like when they started fighting and she started to kick his ass. Like yeah. I was like, that I was like, how is raise he not a flag like, or two, right? Yeah. How was he like, oh ha, ha, okay? Like it's like even if she was drunk, she was like kicking his ass. Like, and nobody even touched him, like out of all those guys. You know what I mean? That's like I'm not gonna lie though, action-wise, it was real fun. Yeah, it was like comedic action. You know what I mean? Like he was like yeah. flying around the balls and everything like that. I was like, oh, it was fun. But just calling in a bunch of favors so you can give him a ride in the helicopter. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh, I kind of agree with you. I, I wish there was more characters introduced. I kind of feel like it could move a little bit faster. Um, and I'm just kind of like, it's a fun anime. So yeah. I, you know, how there's those shows where it's like, especially in old shows where you're like, well, how did they never notice that? But you just kind of let it go because yeah. you just. I think that that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm like, I guess they aren't suspicious of each other, but it's kind of weird. But yeah, that's where I'm at with it too. It's, it's it's similar to when you watch like romantic comedy anime, and like the guy always gets really really close to confessing, and then they're always interrupted, and then the relationship never advances, and you're like, 
aren't we gonna go back to that you guys almost kissed two episodes ago so no yeah. we're gonna it's it's kind of like that so you just gotta roll with it i think yeah um yeah james when do they get a dog aren't they gonna get a dog i heard that there'll be a uh, dog maybe i haven't so i've i um I kind of avoided catching up on the manga just because I knew the show was coming out and I wanted to be yeah. as surprised as possible. Um, yeah. <clears throat> although I think I read, and maybe someone in the chat can correct me if I'm wrong, that a lot of this episode was anime original that they kind of oh, expanded off of like a like a one-off joke or maybe like a quick little like gag scene and they turned it into like a whole little adventure, which maybe explains oh. why it feels like a bit of a sidestep as far as the plot goes. Mm -hmm. um but uh uh i, I will say because i've been one of the people that's been wanting to see more side characters come in uh, yeah. i loved frankie in this episode yeah <laughs> Who, every which every scene he was in i was, the, I was the, cackling um his the psychic hair. guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, was great. he was he was really really good i, I love he's how always he's down for a good time like, he's like anya's insane. weird drunk uncle who's just like come on dad let's go to the castle <laughs> yeah i love how he was like the villain and then like he has all the henchmen and then uh like he, uh lloyd gets through your and then he like gets what's his name the one with the funny hair frankie frankie, frankie he like is he just like frankly bitch slaps him away like i was just like damn like didn't even like pretend fight for like anya or anything he was just like no nah, i'm done with you you know like i was just like okay it was funny yeah yeah i i also think this this anime is supposed to be roughly um 24 to 26 episodes too so that might i'm trying to keep that in mind with the pacing like oh it's not moving as quickly because they've actually got time to flesh everything out and whatnot. Yeah, we're not yeah. like halfway through the, the series Show. or anything. God, don't yeah. even bring that up. I was thinking about that when we published some episode six reviews today. I'm like, the season's half halfway over and I've got to start planning the next uh, trailer oh watch God. party. I've got to start planning the Review guide summer, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I mean, I think that what's interesting about you talking about the trailer watch party is that like everybody had really high expectations for this show, and um, so far, I think it's it's meeting it for sure. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like it's a very very good show, and I'm yeah. I'm like very impressed with it. So, yeah, they've kept up the the animation quality and stuff too. It's a hybrid between Wit Studio and CloverWorks, and I mean, we've gone over like the CloverWorks situation before, so. I was wondering, like, after the initial three episodes, that's sometimes when you start to see things head in another direction. But I think they've continued to do a really good job. The fight scene with Yor was really standout in this episode, too. It was really good. And the little so. ball gun chase scene with all the agents. Yeah, I love that. Into their roles. That was yeah. so good. 100%. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of other anime that are more the dark horse or maybe, like, they haven't quite caught on as much as Spy Family, but um, we've talked about this one before, and I want to keep talking about it. Um, and that's Executioner and Her Way of Life. I caught oh, up on yeah. the most recent two episodes for that. And this show is crazy. Jackie, once I get you set up with a high dive account, you'll like this one too. 100. It's got like really James, good plot, uh, great James, world building. Yeah. James is like, I, I was messaged James because uh, you you were said that our assignment was to watch e Executioner and uh, Dance, Dance, Dancer. And I was like, I really don't want to watch Dance, Dance. Because you were like, well, Jackie, if you're behind, just like catch Pick up one. on one. And so yeah. I was like, I definitely don't want to watch Dance, Dance, Dancer. That's like not my cup of tea at all. And yeah. then James was like, he gets on high dive. And I was like, dang it. And then he wrote to me like, he's like, yeah, I think that Executioner would be more your style. And I was just it like, oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to watch it now and hear about it. So yeah, so with uh, the last two episodes, James, why don't you uh, get us a little caught up on the the big reveal? So spoilers, if you're not caught up on Executioner Way of Life, I don't know, like la 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 la, out of here for a little while because that's what we're going to be talking about. Because the last two episodes were really big as far as establishing what the status quo is and kind of upturning what we we thought was going on there were some hints in earlier episodes but this kind of confirmed it take it away james yeah so so it's interesting because the 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 reveals are kind of divided in half between the two episodes where episode five has kind of the predictable reveals or the reveals that i thought were like oh, all right this is i kind of saw this this coming 
from a ways yeah. away. And then episode six is where you go, oh, okay. This is because gonna get mind fucky. <laughs> yeah, because in episode five, um, uh, Menno has been sent on. Well, she was assigned a mission, but she sent Momo to do it because she had to go out on a date with Akari. But um, yeah, but Menno is supposed to be investigating the the missing uh, people in the um, the city of which I forgot the name of because I'm bad at remembering the name. Kind of looks like things. Italy, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, Fantasy, the, the the main city they're in. Yeah. Um, and she sends Momo to do that while she kind of takes Akari to go get, you know, dipped or whatever they're going to do to 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 kill her once and for all. Mm-hmm. And through the course of the episode, basically, the big reveal is that surprise, surprise, the church of Faust or the the, the Faust, the the church that Menno belongs to. Yeah. Yeah. They're in cahoots with the nobles, uh, because the archbishop of the church has been um kidnapping the, the girls in the city and basically stealing their ether to try to be young forever is is her you know it's that that the uh what's the what's elizabeth, the famous yeah elizabeth bathory bathory yeah yeah it's not a yeah. chestnut except instead of bathing in their blood she's just going to suck out their magic but still yeah yeah. And so surprise, surprise, the um the leader of the ominous church named Orwell turned out to be bad. And uh <laughs> Minho was betrayed. And um that's sort of the twist that episode five leaves off on is that uh, you know, the organization that Menno's devoted her whole life to has betrayed her. And what's gonna happen now? You know, what's the archbishop gonna do? Um before Akari we get to episode like, six, I do want to talk a little bit about or uh, Archbishop Orwell. Yeah. Um, and and the church a little bit. So I think just to sort of addendum on there, I don't think it's necessarily that the entire church of Faust was bad, but that this particular archbishop and people working yeah, under yeah, her yeah. were. Um, but I thought she said something interesting. Like, I, and I've also seen some criticism on social media about, you know, oh, the old lady is the big bad and she just wants to be young again. And that's so, you know, that's been done before. That's been done before. But I thought she said something interesting about how, like, she kind of wants to redo her life because she spent the entire time attempting to be like righteous and always do the right thing all of the time. And I think it left her empty and alone. And she yeah. also, grew, she also grew um, resentful of the people that she was helping because there's always like someone else showing up to be like, help me. No, I need help. No, I need help. No, I need help. And she kind of became overwhelmed with attempt like, spending her whole life doing that and not really living for herself, which I think that adds like a little more nuance to, Oh, I just, you know, don't want to be old and wrinkly. So I'm yeah. killing a bunch of girls. So yeah. yeah. Or you could just go out like Nihilenia. That yeah. is to this day, one of my favorite scenes. Cause I think, I don't know what this is about me, but I was like, I get it. Nihilenia. Yeah. James, have you seen Sailor Moon, or do you have no idea what I'm talking about? Uh, years ago, back in the okay. back in the, the Cartoon Network days. <laughs> yeah, this is so the Super's main villain, the main villain from yeah. the fourth season. Okay, so probably like, not. It's super beautiful. And spoiler alert, everybody, this did come out like a long time ago. But um, she basically wanted to stay youthful. And then basically the end, it's like you can live in the mirror just live in a mirror for the rest of your life and look young or you have to, or like for eternity, or you have to like live out in the normal world and be a human. And she just chose to be beautiful in a mirror. And Loki was like, I might've chosen the same thing. She didn't, she didn't want to age. She didn't want to die. Is there like a solid internet connection in the mirror? Can you at least like get hooked up to Netflix? I mean, I could look good. I'm already like, it's no social anxiety, no dealing with bills. Like I would live in a mirror. Let's get like some really good looking person to hang you up in their house so you can look at them sometimes. I mean, (laughs) the the TV, be like, okay, cool. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, but just hearing this 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 backstory it kind of reminded me of her. So anyway, but yeah, yeah, I'm very intrigued by the show. So please continue. Yeah. So yeah. Oh. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just the gonna big... say you're totally right. Um, there there is more nuance to it. It just it goes by pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it sort of gets dropped on the show. You know, it gets dropped on Menno kind of at the end of episode five, and that's the cliffhanger for the next episode. But it it all kind of ends up being a bit of a misdirect, or at the very least. 
it's true. The show's trying to make you think that this is going to be the big conflict that we're worried about when really mm-hmm. um, what we actually learn in episode six is that Akari is a much more complicated character than she's been initially presented as because um, and, and I think I saw some people sort of guessing at this or, or, or maybe, maybe they're referencing something they've read in the books, but yeah. Uh, We've known for a while that her power is uh, she can reverse time and it's mm-hmm. an instinctual thing. She can't control it. She can only really activate it when she is um, in mortal danger or something. At least that's how it's been in the show so far. But right. when um, Akari is about to be sort of absorbed into this machine thing, the archbishop is rigged up to steal her, her time power. Um, the real Akari awakens um, mm-hmm. and it turns out that she's gone through this whole loop um this entire story many times i know they introduced (laughs) like this time travel i mean we kind of could i guess guess that time travel will get involved when you've got a character who can control time but she just sort of like so it's almost like she has an alternate personality version of herself like in her brain hanging out that knows a bunch of stuff and she shuts off or will come forward at times depending on what she's supposed to do and Reveals that, yes, she did rewind time at least once when they were on the train, which there were some, like, even Menno was kind of guessing, like, did she do that on the train? Was there there a a time rewind at one point? But here she comes through and she's like, man, I've never been able to destroy this white blob thing. All of you, get out of here. All of you, get out of here. She's killing people. She doesn't care. She doesn't really, it doesn't seem like she really looks at anyone in the world as, like, particularly human or meaningful except for Menno. Like she's become, it's basically Groundhog Day plus ReZero where she's gone through the loop so many times that she's just completely detached from everything but her main goal, which is to Mm die. Right. Um, And I love the line where the little headband, she even says like, wow, like, I don't know. Like I haven't been able to get this that many times. Like this is a rare item. And so it's almost like this whole thing is a game to her at this point because she's like a god. Right, where there's like branching uh, options or something that she's tried out. Yeah, because we, we only find out at the very end that at some point in the future, there's some sort of end game where Menno dies. Like she becomes salt like she did in that first or second episode in the flashback when they showed her like origin story and they're like, yeah, this whole town turned into it was all blanched and turned into salt or whatever. And there's some point in the future where that's what happened to Menno. We like watch her like crumble into yeah. dust. Presumably because of Flair. Yeah. Flair has like her, the salt sword. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. She's got that salt sword that we saw also like stabbed into the ground somewhere. It's some sort of epic item or something like that. But yeah. So apparently that kind of broke Akari and she's like, no, you're not going to die. You have to kill me. I'm the one who's supposed to die because I'm the other world person. And she like rewound time. And we don't know exactly how many times she's done that, but she's trying to get to an end where she dies instead of Menno. Mm-hmm. Everyone's obsessed with Menno. Momo's obsessed. With, everyone's obsessed with Menno. Ashura's not really. Ashura seems more obsessed with Momo than anything. She's like, she's just following her around like, hey girl, like what's up? We can... I love her. We don't have a screen cap of her. Jackie, there's a character in here. She's a, a princess knight. Yeah. And so basically she wears a ridiculous outfit. It's like got this frilly black collar, but then it's like a like a kerchief top. So it shows off her arms because she's really muscular. And it yeah. shows off her abs, which are really What's muscular. her name? Let me just Google her. Ashuna. A-S-H-U-N-A. Ashuna from executioner let's see yeah and she's got like kind of spikyish blonde hair and oh my god whenever whenever she comes on screen a western theme song playing yeah like a spaghetti western like like i don't know why actually because she's not like a cowboy or anything but yeah i'm like okay um she looks dope yeah oh yeah she's a badass also jacked yes She's jacked to fuck and yeah, like, really, she's got really good, like uh she's got good muscle definition, so yeah, prop. Yeah. And she is always hanging out with Momo, who's um the under the trainee, the aide under Menno. And Momo's pink a, hair. Yeah, with like little uh-huh. pink, yeah. And they end up hanging out a lot. Momo doesn't like her, 
but they have really good kind of like banter back and forth. I feel like as battle buddies, like they're really good together. And we got to see her um, Ashuna's big laser sword this episode. Hmm. Yeah, because like, right. it turns out I I'm guess it's... The swords. I'm hearing laser yeah. sword and salt sword and all this stuff. I'm like, this yeah. all sounds dope. So well, yeah. and I don't know if it's like a reveal. I guess it is. We learned that Momo is like also ridiculously strong. She's yeah. kind of like berserker mode Asuka when her ribbons get destroyed. Like she can yeah. level entire cities with the power of her love for Menno. Yeah. So she usually has her hair and pigtails with these ribbons and Menno gave her the ribbons when they were first training together. And so they're like her special item. And when Akari goes into like when she reveals that she knows everything she actually like purposefully ages the ribbons so that they'll disintegrate um hmm. partially because she's jealous that she has them but the other part is because she knows that'll make momo go berserk and be able to defeat this demon thing that she's fighting and momo does go berserk actually it's like really gruesome she punches like this dragon's eyeballs out of its face like there's like a shot after she like whales on it and its eyeballs are all like hanging out of its sockets all gross it's only yeah. there for like a second i'm like holy is it, shit is it comedic or is it like no gory? no it's like gory <laughs> yeah it's like action gory like she whaled on that thing i was like holy yeah, yeah. so okay. momo's cool too but yeah totally everyone's kind of kind of obsessed with with men so this sounds amazing it's like all these like i mean i always love a group of badass women you know what i mean yeah. and then it's violent like yeah. this sounds like exactly like why am i not watching this right now i gotta get high dive yeah 100 <laughs> i think you'll be sold like just on the first episode no, I was James... so dragon's eyeballs hanging out of its face yeah. do, do we mention that she kills isekai protagonist that's Meadows, yeah, like, Jackie wasn't job. here for that okay so hold on <laughs> i I like saw like a little bit of the first episode through some like trial or something like that really yeah. quickly. And I just was like, I'm out of time and I got to just talk, tell Lindsay I can't watch this one. Um, but uh, it started off with a boy and he was like, oh, I'm in an isekai. I, did this happen? And I was like, this guy's about to get killed. Does he die? Oh, yes. Menno stabs him right in the skull. Yes. Yeah. She like. But they kill isekai protagonists. That's yeah. the premise of the world is that these isekai okay, protagonists. Great laughing that is so fucked excuse my language these these kids from japan keep getting isekai'd into this world with these like super op them? powers yeah they have these op powers so in order to protect the peace of the world and keep these teenagers from like blowing shit up they have executioners and their only job is to track them down and murder them wow so then do they die die or do they oh, go yes. back their yeah they're just they dead i mean that's kind of that's kind of they're like teenagers. Yeah. yeah. It's considered like a necessary evil in the world. To... You guys just said that so you're like, yeah. Like I thought yeah. you were like, yeah, yeah, they do. Kill the you guys are like, yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. All right. Well, um rip teenagers <laughs> trapped in this world. Like huge. Well, rip. All I'm saying okay. is that between this show and uh Takagi-san and Demon Girl Next Door season two. There are at least three anime that everyone should be watching that are all on high dive. So not a sponsor, yeah. but it's worth well, it. <laughs> maybe maybe next week we can talk about uh, Ya Boy Kong Ming because that's on high dive as well. And that's the one about Kong Ming getting isekai into <laughs> modern Shibuya and, yes. helping a, and helping a girl start her EDM music career. That's I remember that trailer and yeah. I was like, this is too absurd. And then I was like, you know what? Lindsay's going to love this one because it's probably terrible <laughs> you like the weirdest anime i mean like you have great taste she does have really good taste but then she also likes anime that's awful like awful like hypnosis mike was terrible like james and james i talked about this at length i was like when she picked bernie wing i I, really, I, like, I would like to make it clear that i was in. not slandering hypnosis mike okay yeah, we're two minutes in, and I was like, I, "This is going to be a hypnosis Mike situation." Because I remember she's got to play golf for the orphans, Jackie, and against the golf mafioso. Which yeah. okay, I'm sorry, I I I think I might have been at my wits' end because I watched <laughs> that Prince of Tennis movie, and it yeah. also involves the mafioso, which I won't get into. But I would oh. think I was just yeah, I think I was just mafioso'd out. That's all. Yeah, I'm gonna say. you just had. 
enough mafia. And then my family is kind of mafia. Yeah. Okay. And I digress, but yes. There is a lot of organized crime just kind of going on. (laughs) Specifically revolving around youth league sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Teenage golf and teenage tennis, like that's, yeah, I'm that's like, where the money's at for the mafia. Yeah, I'm like, forget I drug don't trafficking. Know. Forget you know what stealing. though? I'm not even gonna lie. I would be so so down for a um <laughs> volleyball mafia freaking anime. I would so watch that. Lost just a high sequel Yakuza where they end up in the Yakuza like awesome. I'm sorry, how can you guys defend Birdie Wing? The only the, okay, Birdie <laughs> Wing has beautiful animation. It has beautiful animation. I'll give you that. It's gorgeous. But then it's like plain like Top Gun-esque music and it's just like these really gorgeous girls and they just are are fighting a a a mafia uh, an underground golf mafia and the, the you're describing a again. great anime yeah, <laughs> i'm waiting for her to say something bad this is why i watch anime is for this like absurdity listen it is yeah it is it's like it's like it's it's anime you're right it's like if you were like trying to like describe an absurd anime like this birdie one would be the one that i would tell yeah. someone I'd be like yeah. did you know that there is an anime about <laughs> A Golf. bunch of really hot, beautiful women who I think all low-key have crushes on each other. I don't really know what's happening there. Yeah. James. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, it, but it looks like Mario Golf because, and the colors are all kitty. And then it plays like Top Gun 80s music. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's absurd. But Name yeah. one other show that has a lesbian BDSM snake woman who poisons people with her titty perfume. You know what? We didn't sign up to talk about Birdie Wing this week. <laughs> but given that... Maybe we should just talk about it can again. You, can, okay, Lost, tweet that. Tweet yeah. that out, please. Because literally, like, the world does not kn- know what Birdie Wing is. And you just need to put that out into existence. Because that was the best summary of that anime. In fairness, we have a This Week in Anime column on Birdie Wing going up tomorrow morning. So if you want to know more about Birdie Wing, Nick, aka Lost Thief, who's here in the chat right now, talks about it with Steve, and uh, they talk about all of it. So instead of doing the Lord's work. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) Another show that does not have any of those things that we mentioned, but is also good in a completely different way is, uh, can I zoom in on that? There we go. Is Dance, Dance, Danceur. It's about a kid. It's a screenshot of, you're trying to sell the show and you do him doing like a hard lunge. Like there's so many (laughs) other epic images. I have more pictures, okay? This is just, I want to introduce Junpei and this is just Junpei right here. Anyway, okay. Anyway, this is Junpei, and he's in middle school, and he's kind of one thing that I like about the show is that he very much feels like a regular middle school boy, like not in like the potato coon, like harem type typical guy. Like he has the same insecurities, and he acts a lot like boys. I feel like I remember knowing when I was like thirteen or something. You know, like he's always stunting for attention. Um, he's always like kind of putting on airs that he's this like too cool for it. Everything's kind of a joke. I don't take anything seriously because people who take things seriously are dumb kind of thing. He's making a lot of weird yes. noises like as yeah, he performs so actions, which I love. Yes. He's just always going dun, 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 dun. And I appreciate yeah. that about him. That's yeah. We love him. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah, and he hangs out. His friends suck. He hangs out with these kids on a soccer team. They don't take soccer seriously. They're kind of just screwing around. Um, and he likes to do these little feats of athleticism, and then say, "Oh, well, it's Jeet Kundo because his dad was a stuntman and his uncle is teaching him Jeet Kundo." But what Junpei really wants to do is is ballet. It's just a boy who wants to dance because he saw a performance as a child of this cool tattooed guy do these awesome jumps on stage and it like made him go pika pika kira kira sparkles everywhere like he show up in the show a lot whenever he's having like a a moment and uh, it's stuck with him ever since and all, now all he wants to do is dance but he can't let his friends think that he's dumb so he won't do it he does it secretly but his dad has since died and his mom and his sister are like hey so you know don't you want to do ballet like you did some ballet when you were little don't you 
they want to do the ballet. And he's like, no, I, I, no, I don't want to do ballet, mom. God, you guys suck. So that's kind of where he's at. But he meets Miyako, who's this, you know, beautiful girl. I don't think she's in his class. She's in like a neighboring class. And her mom runs a ballet studio. And when she sees him do one of his cool jumps, she's like, that's a ballet jump. No one else might know it, but I know that that's a ballet jump. And this guy knows, he knows some ballet. So she drags him to the studio. You can kind of see her there in the background there with her mom. But he's wishy-washy for the first like three or so episodes about whether he's really going to do it or not. And it's not until they introduce uh, Luo, who lives at the ballet studio. I think he's a cousin to Miyako. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. And he's um, half, I think, Chinese and then half Japanese. Um, a quarter, his... I think is what they said. He's a quarter something because of his, his blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like and, he's, Eastern and he European speaks English really well. So I didn't know if, if he was right. also... What's his mix? Um, I, don't, I don't know if they've specified. Have they specified? They haven't really specified. Um, oh, okay. His name is Luo. And I know I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be at least partially Chinese. His last name is Mori, which is Japanese. And we know that his mom was a former idol and she went and lived in America for a while. So I think up That's to a certain age, he lived with her in America. And that might be why he's actually pretty good at English. But um, he, uh, his mom was involved in a scandal where she may have che- he may be the result of like an extramarital affair. And then she sent him to go live with his grandmother and basically kind of abandoned him. So he doesn't have like a good relationship with his mom. And we find out that his grandma, we see it in the most recent episode, like taught him ballet, probably in the same way that she taught her daughter, his mom ballet. And that's basically by caning him while making him like perform all the moves in his underwear. So he's just like had this really traumatizing. Very similar to um, uh, your lie in April with the- uh, yeah. 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 That's definitely your line of April vibes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, where did all my all my images go? I'm on my husband's computer and I don't know where anything is. And you're like, I'm lost. I'm lost. Um, oh, I ha- only j- watched the last episode, so uh-huh. I just watched the um, what do you call it? The the episode, the Swan Lake one. Yes. Um, and- I don't know any of their backstories or anything, but what was intriguing to me was like, there was a part where he, you know, he obviously gets like super mad at the protagonist and Mm -hmm. they're like, protagonist is going rogue and they're like dancing in this battle. And he was, the protagonist was supposed to die and then he comes back and he he doesn't die and he comes back and then he doesn't die. And I'm like, Loki, I would be pissed too. I'd be like, bro. (laughs) He's that one kid. Like this was my time to shine and I'm pissing off. Yeah. So like I, but um, but then he like turned into the actual demon, right? Like he like started raging, and then he was like, "All of you laughed at me. All of you were making fun of me." And then I was like, "Shoot, this just got really dark." Yeah. Like and he was talking about like all these people making fun of him and stuff like that, and then I felt bad for him because I didn't watch the previous episode, so I was kind of like, "This gray-haired kid is obviously like the douchebag who's really good," you know, like that. I, this is with me with no context. And then I'm right, like, because that's a stereotype in these sort of like shown in shows, right? Is that you have like the aloof rival who knows how to do everything perfectly and he's kind of a jerk. And then you have the up and coming protagonist who has all the like gumption and is going to do his best, but is, you know, has some natural talent and is unskilled. And it does actually, they kind of subvert that, but that's still kind of there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what was that, that showing his like trauma and him like, that trauma coming out in like a vulnerable moment was like very real. Like, I think that's what happens to people is that like you get pushed to the edge and then that, that trauma comes out and you either like rise to the occasion and overcome it, which like he actually did in that situation or you completely shut down. So like, I was like, wow, this is like a, a really, really powerful scene and showing how they bring the best out of each other in a way. Yeah. Um, and then also that they both have like, issues to resolve because frankly like the protagonist is cute but that was really really annoying um yeah. and, and 
not like I don't think anybody would be happy to be put in that situation. No, yes, you, can, you can see that yeah. the coach was like really mad to Swan yeah. Lake just on the fly because the one yeah. kids decided to go on the book. What yeah. a side note, Swan Lake is dark. <laughs> I didn't know that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. know that that was the story that like he killed himself for her and then the guy died. Everyone's dead. I was just like, because it be it starts off and I'm like, oh, Swan Lake. Okay, this sounds normal. And then I like, told what Swan Lake was about. And I was like, oh, that was a nice little ballet about a swan. Like I had no idea that. Yeah, I it was a, like, a happy ending. I didn't know. I didn't. And I swear that I took my mom to see it once at um, the Oregon, Oregon Ballet. But um, yeah. maybe I'm mixing it up with Nutcracker. Well, they do mention in this episode that there's like any, like there's a bunch of different endings to the show that they'll kind of mix and match around depending on the production oh. that they're doing and so sure, yeah and they and they intentionally wanted to go with the one where where uh the prince and the swan both die at the end just to kind of give it that that air of tragedy and i gotta say yeah. i was laughing so hard at what's the main girl's name i keep forgetting her name miyako she just had to lie there that whole time just <laughs> like keeping right. you know keep, staying in character listening to these two boys like <laughs> completely screw up the show I know she's just like, uh, okay, cool. I was supposed to be able to get up like a long time ago, and you guys just keep going. I have to I'm lay like on these three stairs. different ledges. My spine yeah. is getting really bent out of shape. Yeah. But uh, what Jackie was talking about, and what I really liked about this performance of Swan Lake, um, if you go into it with um, the context of like Luo's backstory, which I touched on here, but there's also he was also bullied at the high school that. Junpei's at and there's this really um kind of amazing but sad moment where they they find out like that his mom was this former idol and they start like really teasing him a lot about it like playing the her one hit wonder whenever he like walks into a room on their phones and all these oh. other sorts of things and they yeah. um he's very like withdrawn and just kind of like puts up with it a lot of the time and they get him to wear um, a girl's school uniform and then shove him out on stage during like a school performance. Um, that was like, an episode that I missed? Yeah, it's an episode yeah. three. three. Mm -hmm. And he ends up like doing this amazing ballet performance while dressed in a girl's uniform. And that's when Junpei finally has this moment of like, because he's questioning masculinity at that point. He's like, what does it mean to be a man? It means to be like courageous. Am I being courageous right now because I'm not stepping in and helping this guy that I know who's being bullied at school I'm a coward you know I'm not and it kind of they reconcile some things before this performance too about about all of that but we see Junpei go completely off script because he's internalizing or maybe realizing the extent of his feelings for Miyako so he starts thinking of of Miyako as Odette and himself as the prince and well if I was her prince, I wouldn't just lie down and take it. I'd get back up for her. I'd get back up for her all these times. Yeah. So that's why he's getting up over and over again. And meanwhile, Luo's like internalizing all the anger he feels at everyone who has, you know, kind of tortured him in this way. His his anger towards his mom and his anger towards, you know, all the adults that have criticized him for being male and like in ballet and then the students who tortured him and everything and so he kind of becomes this whole embodiment of anger and then they duke it out and I, I thought it was really uh great how they do finally end up ending it with yeah um Junpei's prince still dies but he tears one of the, the wings off like you know that's really dramatic and it of course the audience you know ate it up but then and Luo has that like that flourish where he really like plays into the the where'd it go nope that's me Maybe it was this one. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's a. He just looks so cool. I thought his costume yeah, he was looks so cool. cool. He looked yeah. great. I, yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I really, yeah, I really liked how how the episode ended on that, and it felt like a really dramatic high note where I was finally like, okay, yeah, this show's really good. Like I'm in it. The show's really good. This one episode alone is like it, it's a showstopper. Like mm -hmm. I, it's one of those episodes where I'm having to like think back across seasons to the last time a single episode of anime had me like 
literally on the edge of my seat and just like clapping and cheering and, and gasping when things are well, happening. I'm like, like not that. big into ballet, but it totally, it still worked for me, even though I only had like a little bit of knowledge about the story and like most I know about Swan Lake because I, I watched those cartoons as a kid, the Swan Princess cartoons. Oh my gosh, I was just- You never, you never watched um, Black Swan? I, the, uh... I, I did watch Black Swan too. Now I never watched Black Swan, I heard it was scary. It is scary. It is. I, see, this is the thing, I can like, I can, I can mess with like horror anime because it's animated and I can tick myself out. When it's real life, it like, yeah. it, it messes with me too much. But um, just to speak to like the amazingness of this episode, like I literally watched it as a standalone. And yeah. it's still very powerful and poignant. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and there was a cute middle school crush thing going on where she's like, you're the first boy who's like looked at me earnestly like that. And like, yeah. uh, like how do I feel about her? And I was just like, this is just too cute. Yeah. So like, for me, just walking it like I, I was like, man, Jackie might watch because uh, for Birdie Wing, I just watched the last two episodes and it was the Viper Girl. So I mean, talk about an intro to that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like I was like, and then I was like, man, Lindsay recommended this one, so who knows what we're gonna, you're buckling up for, Jackie? And it's about ballet, like definitely not like seen in your, your type of anime. Um, and I was like, wow, that that was beautiful. You know, like it, it really, it was really, really well written. And I'm not going to lie, CG animation, I, I started to get a little worried and I actually thought it translated. I was just about yeah. to bring that up because I thought the CG, I thought they used it sparingly, but um, it was okay. Know, just be really short scenes. And like, yeah, when they would come on and be like, oh, they've switched to 3D models, but yeah. it was never like really long extended scenes where you It didn't started- bother me. Yeah, it didn't bother me at all either. Well, and they're doing a really I'm, good job with the lighting. I think that helps. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I think that they they like uh for some reason CG really annoys me. Like I don't I don't know why. I'm gonna have to get over it because it's obviously like the way of the future. Um, but it didn't bother me with B stars because I didn't feel like B stars had like it did have heavy action, but I felt like they they didn't like heavily rely on CG in the action parts, right? And that's yeah. kind of what happened here. Like you could tell when it went to CG, but it they weren't heavily reliant on it. Like what makes Berserk so bad? I mean, not the not the '90s version. '90s version is is iconic. It, it's very special. But the um the what when did it come out? 2016. I forgot. Something but like, like they tried to do all the action scenes with with the CG, and it was just awful. It was really bad you know so i i actually was like intrigued i was like this is how they should handle handle cg in the future is just sprinkle it in just like this so yeah mm-hmm. yeah they so finally doing that thing they cut this. i think that? i am i think i am actually yes. um i'm flying to italy tomorrow so i might download them actually and, and watch I, I i was uh I, like i said like as a standalone and to have like the little middle school romance which like really warm my heart but then to see him raging out and like you know i didn't know the backstory you know what i mean yeah. and it still got me because i was like oh man like we've been there i mean like i'll be honest i play volleyball and um like i i will definitely you you it's very sports can be very triggering you know yeah. what i mean because it pushes you to the edge like that and then you really have to be like am i a disciplined person or am i gonna like let my trauma take over so like he kind of did but then he instead of like literally choking him out or something, he, you know, he like was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to beat you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm going to let the, uh, my dancing do the talking, you know? And it was really like a really, like me even just saying that, like it just lifts my heart up, you know? Um, there is a also, scene where they kind of choke each other though. I was just going to say, so talking about anim- me, you know, okay, Lindsay's anime of the week. And literally that was the first scene. And I was like, what a... Birdie Wing and then this, and then it was literally like the first scene is him choking the gray haired kid. And I was yeah. like, I was just like, what is Lindsay making me watch well, again? In fairness, <laughs> if you go to the episode before, the gray haired kid randomly chokes him first. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, what? Why is they're playing to Gen Z hundred percent? Have you watched Gen Z TikTok? All those kids talk about is choking each other and spitting each other's mouths. I'm like, I'm, I hope that's okay to say in the podcast, but like literally, it's, it's okay. it, 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 I'm like, you know, maybe I'm in my mid thirties, and I, I, but I'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, and then I'll, I'll talk to my friends who are younger. I'm like, is this a thing? And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. Just, as a, as guys, a high school teacher, I can confirm that my students are all deranged. And yeah, they, I was like, they don't even try to like, hide it. 
like do they just chose they like i'm sure they're they're catering to the kids who enjoy that the first time I catch my son telling another kid he's gonna spit in his mouth, I'm just gonna die. Like, yeah, I'll just die. Literally, literally. Like I, yeah. I remember I was like, "What is this?" Because they were talking about anime characters spitting in their mouths, and I was like, "Why would Kakashi do that?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's it's, it's not what I I initially thought." Mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel like such an old lady admitting that. I'm like so happy Chat's not like harping on me for that. But yes. Well, does that mean yeah. in order to appease the algorithm, we have to do like a countdown of like which anime characters would or would not spit in your mouth? Like, yeah, Deku? Like, that's our next list. Let's we should do that. that. We'll just do it every season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anime guys that would spit in your mouth, spring 2022. Oh, would probably get so many views, and then Chris would kill us. Yeah. I hope would Chris doesn't listen to this yeah. episode. Oh. Do you know how many Levi spit in my mouth TikToks there are? There's probably just a billion of those on their own. It's just a cottage industry. People are getting yeah, it people is just Kofi like set up to cosplay as Levi and spit. It's its own for you page. Like it is its own category. Like it's okay, so we digress. Since we're at the end here, I'm, I'm going to share a little bit of X-rated knowledge I, be, I came aware of recently, and Uh-oh. you know, it's a great way to end a podcast. There's a store. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't know this already existed because it's really obvious, but there's a store that sells um, custom figures. And there okay. was one, there was one that was, you know, circulating on Twitter the other day. It was Tiffa and she's like twerking on a pole sort of thing. You know, she's just like, she's fully clothed. But I mean, if you want to pay 600 something bucks, there's a nude version. And so um, my uh, curiosity got the better of me. And oh, no. that's what else they sell on the website is they sell um, a custom Aaron figure where you know it's it's post time skip Aaron so it's like man yeah. bun Aaron right okay. just ripped to hell in a bathroom you know as you do um you know there's like mirror on the wall it's all it's all brick he is fully nude but with a towel just you know hanging ever so precariously over his fully erect penis and now all this podcast is rated R so he's so that he turned himself into a human towel rack. Is that what you're telling me? He did. About? He did. What? Unless the measurement, unless they're lying to us, that that fully erect penis is 23 centimeters long. Oh. I don't really do the metric system, but I'll let the rest of you guys, you know, like put that in there. Where where did this conversation go? I was telling I was telling Margo we should clip some stuff from the end. I'm gonna tell her to avoid the end like the plague. Oh, I would give her the exact opposite advice. Okay, I'll tell her. I'll say, hey, start at 55, uh, spit in your mouth anime list. Okay. How many how many Charmin rolls can Aaron Yeager fit on his penis? Let's find out after this. Oh my god. At least two at least based two. on the image that I saw to scale, I would say two. Maybe one mega roll. Like it one was <laughs> I have no words. I have texture. no actual words right now. But I did yeah. send that time go to Margo. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is the A and N after show where we only give you the highest quality content yeah. that you need to keep up on your fandom news and what you shouldn't shouldn't be watching. I'm glad to have James and Jackie back. Um, Jackie will be out next week while she's traveling, but you said things are going to then settle down a little bit. Yeah, I've been like, I'm literally so tired right now. I flew in from Atlanta and I'm flying out to Italy tomorrow. So, and I was in Iceland before that. And then I was in Sweden before that. So yeah. it's been wild, but, um, yeah. I think it's gonna, it's gonna slow down. Take I, miss, I, miss, I miss you guys so much. I miss no. the anime talk. Um, and anime honestly is what's got me through some of the hard days in Iceland where I was just like really tired and burnt out. I was like... I literally just binged Spy Family, and I was like, "Man, the power of anime—it is a healing power, folks." One hundred percent. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>